Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to 100 Yards for Football. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. We'll surely appreciate it here on 100 Yards of Football. I'd like to give special thanks to my producer who's making it happen today. I'm very blessed and very thankful to Mr. Logan Landers. I'm your host, Vincent Turner. And today's video is our 2024 NFL Draft prospect, Mr. Bo Nix, quarterback by way of Auburn University, by way of Oregon University. And joining me today to talk about this young man, I consider him the best in the business. The gentleman was a former scout under Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick. His knowledge is unbelievable when you talk about NFL draft players. He's got a hell of a website, firstroundmark.com. It tells you all you need to know about the players. And one thing I love about this gentleman right here as he come to us live out of Key West, Florida, like it or not, he's brutally honest. He's not going to change his opinion. He's going to stay right where he's at, and I can respect that 100%. So the very talented Mr. Daniel Kelly join us today here on 100 Yards of Football. How you doing, DK? Coming live out of Key West, Florida. Hey, I'm doing well, Mr. Turner, as always. It's hard not to be doing well down here in Key West, Florida. Like I tell people all the time, if you're not having fun down here, you're not trying. <laughs> hey, what's the weather like, my man? Ah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's not snowing uh, and it's not raining. It's uh, probably about uh, 81, if I had to guess. Pretty nice day. It, it, gets, it gets a little windy at times, uh, but, you know, I'm from Minnesota. Nobody wants to hear that. I mean, it's very funny because during during this time of the year, uh, like like there'll be like no likes on our post on our personal Facebook pages. My wife and I, there'll be nobody liking this stuff. They're like, nah, we're not liking it. And, and I can't talk about how it's gotten colder and it's now 60. Nobody wants to hear that stuff. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let's get to it. Let's talk about the young man who left Auburn University in the SEC and played his final two years at the University of Oregon under Dan Lanning. Absolutely. Bo Nix there. We see him on your screen, number 10, and uh, 6'2", 217 pounds. Uh, he's, he's as well-schooled as he come uh, as far as the techniques and, and the throwing mechanics and everything else. He will be a pro day sensation uh, as far as like being able to go through the drills and everything like that. And I tell you what, um, it, it's, uh, it's really surprising because uh, that's why you have to watch the game film every year because like, you know, there's either an arrow going up, an arrow going down, or arrow going sideways on these guys. And if somebody would have told me last year heading into the season that I'd be sitting here putting a first-round grade on Bo Nix, I would have laughed. I would have fallen on my chair laughing uh, because I had a fifth-round grade. Well, but really between a third and a fifth. I looked at him two different times heading into the 2023 season. Uh, but now, like I said, I have a first-round grade on him. I believe he can start as a rookie in the National Football League. And I have him really about an eight. 18 to 21 range uh, in the first round. Um, you know, and of course, uh, we all remember Bo Nix when he played at uh, Auburn, and there was uh, one word that defined him at Auburn, and that's inconsistent. Uh, but he has shown steady improvement and projects uh, as a starter in the NFL. I think he's going to land his ceiling is somewhere between on the quarterback rankings between 17 and 32 on the chart. I think that's where he's going to end up um, and, and not rising above that. Uh, NFL comp uh, would be Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins, uh, who's the 
most overpaid, overrated player in the National Football League in my mind. 78, 70, and two Mr. Cousins is in the National Football League. Um, and uh, ironically, when I close my eyes and uh, all I see is Bo Nix uh, on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, that, that's that's what I see there. And I believe the Vikings have to. Kevin O'Connell has to get his quarterback this year. Uh, Cousins is already talking in, in, in about playing for Bill Belichick. Uh, Josh Dobbs is apparently not the answer, and Nick Mullins isn't either. Uh, for the sake of, of uh, the Minnesota Vikings head coach's job, he's got to get a quarterback, and I think Nick's could be that guy for him. Uh, the two big things that Nick's improved on this season in 2023 when I went back, now I've now watched Nick's. This isn't a hot take. I've spent hours upon endless hours. I've looked at 24 out of 26 games during the 2022 and 2023 23 season. Uh, the two big things that he improved most on that jumped off the screen to me were his accuracy and his ball security. In 2022, we had seven interceptions and 24 PBUs pass breakups that I personally charted with chicken scratches in my notes, just, you know, chicken scratches. Um, it, it was a 2.18 PBU average per game. However, in 2023, that dropped down to three interceptions and 17 PBUs in 13 games, 1.31 average. Uh, NFL coaches love them, a quarterback that can keep the ball out of harm's way, which means interceptions and it means PBU's past breakups. Uh, Knicks was far less hesitant in 2023 in the pocket versus 2022. Uh, a stat flashed against the uh, in the Pac-12 championship game that he was at 2.5 seconds time to throw. Uh, when you compare that uh, to, uh, I think it ended up uh, being about 2.5 was the final stat I think PFF published as well. Uh, when you look at that, that would make Bo Nix have the second fastest release time apples to apples. If you, you know, apples to oranges now, but if that worked out, he'd be right about uh, the second fastest release time in the NFL next to two Tagalova, uh, who's at 2.38. Uh, so that's really good. I mean, you're looking at a very quick time to throw uh, for Bo Nix. Um, it's also, it, it, it causes him to translate and not avoiding taking sacks and big yardage losses. Uh, this guy's only been sacked 10 times in the last two seasons at Oregon, uh, which is huge. Um, you know, you compare that to like a Shador Sanders is sacked like 52 times or 55 times in one season. This guy's 10 times in two seasons. Uh, getting the ball out of his hand faster also causes completion percentage to go up in 2023. Uh, in 2022, it was 71.9%. He checked in all, all stats, ESPN.com, and that jumped up to a staggering 77.2% uh, in 2023 before before. That was that sad I took down before the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you look at Bo Nix, um, you know, I think the biggest concern I had uh, about him was him in pressure situations. But, you know, in that Pac-12 championship game, despite losing that game, he battled back two second-half touchdowns, including after falling behind 34-24 with 2.44 to go. Um, you know, what else did it for me about, about uh, Bo Nix? Elite traits. Okay, when we're talking first round, we're talking about elite, dynamic, game-changing traits. Okay, uh, Nick showed he could he could repeatedly bail out of the pocket under pressure and 
make accurate throws on the move. This is Bo Nix's best trait. That's what I would say in the NFL war room if I was with coaches and G, the GM and directors and, and, and everybody else, including the owner, is that he can he can bail the pocket and he can make accurate passes on the move. That's what just his, his game film is spray painted with, with being able to do that. Um, and with so much focus, okay, this is this is the NFL game today. That That's why he translates so well to the National Football League because there's so much focus on the short, the intermediate, the, the receiver bubble screens, the uh, quick slants, the, you know, the little curl routes, you know, so much of the NFL's, uh, you know, the offensive game planning across the boards is a short zero to 19 yards, uh, high percentage, uh, you know, let's just kind of work our way down the field type of offense. This trait will serve Bo Nix extremely well in the National Football League. Another thing that stood out in game film and jumped out at me was he how in tune he was, Bo Nix was, with, with his wide receivers. It's like they practically breathe together, uh, the way they move, the way the, the way they, the receivers move with him and the way he moves with, with, the, with the receivers. Nix was like watching him on game film was like watching a conductor of a symphony, the way he vibed with his receivers and the way he was able to move with them. Nix is like having another coach on the the field 60 starts fbs starts most in in history in the fbs and the first quarterback in fbs history uh who, who is actually uh for two different schools with 55 plus touchdowns rushing and passing he's also showing the ability this is important let's make sure we catch this he's showing the ability to adapt to different environments because it's important because he's going to a different environment he's going to an nfl team from college uh he's somebody who is actually uh showing he can do that uh and, and he's had two, you know different offensive coordinators at oregon he can show he can adjust to different coaching situations uh even the uh, tv announcer against cal and i quote said he's got such an uncanny ability to process what's happening how it's happening it's really hard to trick him He's really super experienced. He turns 24 years old on February 25th. I, for one, am not one of these guys that looks as age as a bad thing. I look at maturity as a very good thing. It's funny. We can get down on these young guys who are 24 years old, but then we think Aaron Rodgers at 40, 41 is the next best thing since sliced bread. This, this is a good thing, guys, that, that, that the maturity level that he has. Um, you know, he's really most comfortable throwing in the pocket from, from routes that have a break point, uh, intermediate throws. I'm talking about slants. I'm talking about you know, the intermediate, what they call dagger routes, uh, you know, intermediate slants uh, as well. Uh, you know, the positives, let's run through them real quickly. Uh, a, a pro style quarterback, good arm strength. Uh, he's got a very, very high football IQ, uh, quick tempo, processes the game uh, really quickly. As we talked about, a quick time to release. This guy can almost get the ball of his hand as quickly as Tua Tagalova can from a college standpoint uh, with the Miami Dolphins, who has the quickest release in the NFL per next-gen stats. Uh, he, he's a guy that, uh, you know, he can he can polish mechanics, as I touched on at the top of the show, uh, can make the off-platform throws. Uh, he, he's a, a moderate running threat, uh, at least enough to get himself out of trouble, like I talked about in bailout. He can pick up chunks of yardage here and there, move the sticks. Decent taking care of his body when he does so, which is huge. He can slide or run out of bounds. The guy's all business, stone-faced. Uh, you could chisel his face in the Mount Rushmore if you wanted to, which is a positive and negative because he doesn't show a whole lot of emotion except for putting a towel over his head at the end of the game when the season ended. Uh, the big one, the negatives, uh, to me, 
He lacks the it factor. That's why he'll never rise above being between 17 to 32 on the starting, you know, the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I do not see the it factor in him, just like I do not see the it factor in Kirk Cousins. Uh, he was 6-5 and five versus ranked teams in 2022 and 2023. I do not like his de deep game, Sam. I am. Uh, he was a guy that was 6-20, charted deep passes, tends to overthrow the deep ball. I didn't like how he got bogged down inside the red zone. Uh, you know, Oregon ranked number 40, I believe, at NCAA com uh, red zone efficiency 25 touchdowns passing on seven and 67 trips inside uh, the red zone in 2023 tends to lock in pre-delivery that's something I don't like too Kirk Cousins does as well and he's gotten away with it but uh, also there's a tendency in, in, in Bo Nix there on your screen number 10 there's a tendency for him to tense up at times and try to steer the ball which causes inaccuracies intermediates to deep level but all things considered this guy may very well prove to be like i mean this is a plug and play franchise quarterback that you can just bring in plug in for example if the vikings brought him in and kirk cousins walked this is a guy you can plug in from day one throw away the keys and see how it goes your thoughts on bo nix mr turner i'm 63 years old i've been following college football ever since but the time I was six years old and recognized what the game was about, Notre Dame and Michigan State, the first college game that I can remember watching on ABC, the great Chris Schenkel, uh broadcasting the game with Bud Wilkerson. And uh, I've seen a lot of great football players, but I've never seen a football player that came out of high school that was a highly rated five-star player went to his father's school that his father played at and came into that school with so much pressure. When Bo Nix was at Auburn, man, the pressure he playing there for three years was just amazing. Uh, he couldn't do no wrong. And I thought he handled it real well. And I didn't think he had a lot of talent around him at Auburn. But you want to talk about a situation, go back to his first game he started as a true freshman. He defeated Justin Herbert in Oregon in a college football classic game. And the one thing I took from that game about this young man is that, hey, no matter what, this young man is going to give it all he's got on the field. Well, things didn't work out at Auburn. As I just said, I didn't think he had the most talented team around him. And he came under a lot of criticism. And it was one time during his years at Auburn, you were saying, man, is this young man going to ever be able to get over the hump? I can truly say the best decision he made getting out of Auburn and transforming the Oregon and changed his career. And you think about his father, Patrick, who played quarterback at Auburn, who played all those on the great teams in the 90, 90s under Tommy Bowden, uh, Terry Bowden, excuse me. You got to think that's a lot of pressure. And then Bo Nix's grandfather, Conrad Nix, is a very highly former acclaimed coach in the state of Georgia at Warren's Roberts at Northside High School. And the young man had so much pressure playing in a pressure-sized SEC. But when he got to the Pac-12, on the first-year coaching Dan Lanning, who was a former defensive coordinator at Georgia that had seen Bo Nix play, Dan Lanning said, I'm going to bet on you. And think about what Dan Lanning did. His first job, Dan Lanning is a head coach. No room for error, and he took Bo Nix, a gentleman that struggled at Auburn. Well, you know what? He saw something in Bo Nix that we didn't see. And I remember this. Bo Nix first game at Oregon, they got roughshod by, by Georgia in that uh, classic game in Mercedes-Benz Dome here in Atlanta. 
I mean, they got ran off the field, and I think Bo Nix threw three picks that game. And I got to thinking, is Bo Nix going to be the same as he was at Auburn? But look what he done at Oregon. He turned it around, led Oregon to a great season. Then this year, he led Oregon to a national championship conversation. He was Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year. He was a Heisman finalist. You didn't see that with Bo Nix at Auburn at no means, at no time in his career. But what I liked about him, I like how he changed. In two seasons, the gentleman had 74 touchdowns, man, in the era. Only 10 interceptions. He had over 8,100 yards. But it showed me that if you get Bo Nix with some talent around him, some NFL talent, you're going to have something special. Bucket Irvin, running back out of Oregon, is going to be one of the top backs taken in the draft. Troy Franklin, I know who you know that is, Mr. Kelly. Oh, yes. 6'3", 187, who can get deep. Trez Johnson, another big-time receiver, who can get deep. And watching him play, Mr. Nick, since that loss to Georgia in that first game when he was quarterback at Oregon, from that second game on up to now, his career took off, and he became one of the best players in the country. And let's make no mistake, he could have easily won the Heisman if they would have beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. That game was so close, and how he brought Oregon back. It was a couple of plays in that game. They beat Washington. They go to the national semifinals against Texas. He might win the Heisman. And then all of a sudden, we're talking about Bo Nix. Even though we're talking about him a first-round pick, we might be talking about him top 10. But the thing I liked about him was his perseverance. A guy that believed in his abilities. He left one school, a state that he loved. But he had to leave because they was really putting him under a lot of scrutiny and really wasn't saying kind things about him as a football player. And you know they had to be rough on his father and grandfather and his family. But what I liked about him, he matured a lot when he got to Oregon. He got married. That showed me a lot with him. And then the numbers he put up, and he had great talent around him. And that's why we're talking about Bo Nix today. Is one of the top quarterbacks in the 2024 NFL draft. And when you look at the comparisons, he's a tremendous dual threat guy. To me, he got a little bit of that shake and bake, uh, like the young man out of New Point News, Virginia, that played in Virginia Tech by the name of Michael Vick. He got a little bit of Roger Starback, uh, the Naval Academy, Dallas Cowboys, ability to scramble and keep your eyes down the field. Got a little bit of Randall Cunningham in him. Then he got a little bit of uh, the great one. He, he reminds me of this player so much that this guy played in the 60s and 70s and took the Minnesota Vikings from your hometown to the Super Bowl a couple of times. Ran me a little bit of Francis Tarkenton out of the University of Georgia by way of Athens, Georgia. And then he got a little bit of Steve Young with a running ability and ability to keep uh, complete passes and throw for yards. I wouldn't be surprised if Bo Nix becomes a star at the next level especially he goes to the Minnesota Vikings. That's a good, good team that you pick DK from, your hometown team, because Minnesota's got everything in place. They got stars from Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson. All they need is a man that can pull the trigger and run that airplane and run that Corvette or that um, Maserati. And Bo Nix can be that guy. I love him because, and I give him a lot of respect, he turned his career around. He left the school he loved that he grew up going watching Cam Newton play at Auburn win the national championship. Things didn't work out well. He matured. He went to Oregon, put up numbers, 
changed his game, and now that's what we're talking about. Mr. Bo Nix is one of the top quarterbacks in the 2024 draft, and I got a lot of love and respect for him. Yeah, absolutely, Mr. Turner. You you touch on just a lot of great bullet points there. Um, you know, you, you, and I think it's interesting because you know when we talk about comps, right? That that's the buzzword comps, uh, comparables. Uh, you just rattled off four or five, six names there. That when you start talking about those type of quarterbacks, as, as Bo Nix being kind of a mixture, the way you describe him, uh, you're definitely talking about a guy that's going to start in the National Football League. I mean, it's it's like I said, he's like having another coach on the field. And also, I think you touch on something very important, Mr. Turner. And that that. That's the maturity, okay? Uh, you know, there's an old saying in scouting that the game is won or lost from the neck up, okay? Uh, you know, that that's that's key here. And and what you're looking at is you're you're looking at a guy, you're looking for a guy when you're, I mean, because when you pick a quarterback, it's like getting married. Uh, you know, you, you, I mean, that, that's going to be the guy. That's going to be, you know, Kevin O'Connell's legacy in Minnesota for better, for worse. Um, you know, and, and so when you're looking for that quarterback, you're looking for a, a guy who has a good maturity level, a good head on his shoulder, a guy who's been branded by fire uh, and has been through some tough times and has persevered and come out the other side because you're right. Uh, you know, he came into that situation in Auburn, a lot of pressure, a lot of expectations, uh, you know, some disappointment. I, He's inconsistent. Uh, Dan Lanning, who I love, uh, if I was sitting in front of an NFL owner and he asked me who's going to be the head coach of your team if I hire you as a GM, my answer right now would be Dan Lanning. Um, and uh, I love the passion. I love the emotion. I, I love I love what he brings. I, I practically wanted to run through a wall when he gave that speech before the Colorado game. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like I, I started flexing my jewelry. I was like, hey, "Come on, man! Let's you know, let's let's do this thing." You know, uh, you know, and, and I, I love Dan Lanning, and um, and I do wear bracelets, by the way. So I, I was ready to flex them, but you know. It, it's, it's, you know, I, I look at the maturity level, the head on the shoulders, and also to another nice thing about, about uh, Bo Nix is, is he's, he's, he's got experience. Uh, there's not much he hasn't seen at the college level with the 60 FBS starts, um, you know, and he's been a guy who's been consistently getting better. If you go on the ESPN.com and look at his QBR, 2019, 125, 2020, I believe it was like 2021, 130.0. 2022 is 165.7. 2023, 186.2. What does that all have in common? The numbers are going up. This is a guy with an arrow going up next to his grade with tremendous maturity. And I think that, you know, that when you look at traits, I mean, bottom line, you look at, at things like, does he go through his progressions? I've talked about in previous shows. Uh, quick release, ball placement, ball security, knowing how to slide, when to slide. Um, you know, it, it's it, these are things, I mean, quarterbacks picking a quarterback in the national football league is like picking the winning powerball tickets there are so many variables involved but it's not a crapshoot it's not a shot in the dark it's not it's not just throwing darts against the wall and picking the name of a hat it's much more involved in that and there's 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 calculate there's tells like a game of poker there's tells there's things i just rattled off that you can there's 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 ways you can make an educated guess uh, who's going to work out. And I do believe, and I'm putting my name on him. If someone wants to get back into the national football league is my end game. I am putting my name on Bo Nix with a first round grade. And I love that fit with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, you point out, Mr. Turner, I think you plug him in with a Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. And, uh, that's a really good situation. If Kirk cousins had a little brother, it would be Bo Nix. My final words about Bo Nix, I got a lot of respect for you, man. You left War Eagle. 
You left Auburn and it was the greatest thing, I think, for you in your career. And you went to Oregon and man, you balled out, as we say in the neighborhood. Boy, did you ball out and you made the University of Oregon proud. And the thing I like is Dan Lanning took a chance on you and you didn't let Dan Lanning down. So kudos to you, Mr. Bo Nix, and kudos to your career in the NFL. I think you're going to be a player at the next level. I'm going to call you Fran Tarkenton, too, because of your ability. Final words about Bo Nix, Mr. Daniel Kelly. Well, I tell you what, uh, is the old, is my NFL mentor, a man who with four Super Bowl rings, who was Bill Belichick's most trusted evaluator through the first two, three of Patriots Super Bowls, used to always tell me, if you got a quarterback, you got a chance. And uh, I think that uh, Bo Nix is going to be a real good pick for some lucky team in the 2024 NFL draft. If you like the video, please come in and share. We surely appreciate hearing 100 Yards Football. Special thanks to our producer who made it happen today, the very talented Mr. Logan Anders. Once again, thank you to Mr. Daniel Kelly, the best in the business covering the NFL draft out of Key West, Florida. I'm Vincent Turner. Y'all be blessed here on 100 Yards of Football. Be blessed. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.